your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. If your child is making the leap to secondary school, to post-primary education, what are the qualities you should be looking for in a secondary school? Should you take a laid-back approach and let your child decide? And how competitive is it to get a place in Limerick secondary schools? Well, uh, one person who knows a lot about this is Donica Otrasic, Director of Schools for Limerick Clare Education Training Board and a former uh, secondary school principal in Limerick himself. And good morning to you, Donica, and a happy new year to you. Good morning, Joel, and many happy returns to you and all your listeners. Now, I suppose if you have children, they've gone through the process of the transition from primary to secondary schools, you might have a reasonable level of knowledge. But if you haven't gone through it before and you're about to, this is more complex than you might think, isn't it? Well, absolutely, Joe. I think that every um, you know stage of a of, of a family's development in terms of children going to primary school, I suppose preschool, then primary school, then post primary school, and then on to third level, uh, these all present uh, different types of challenges and opportunities and uh, areas of interest for parents uh, and, and guardians to look at. So you're absolutely right. Um, you know those and who have, uh, I suppose, what you're alluding to is the fact that some parents would have right of entry to post primary schools on ready within the, um, the their, their, their catchment areas and uh, this is a uh, I suppose a, a, a comfort zone for people from the point of view that they know they'll have a place then in the school because of the admissions policies in schools that operate uh, usually you know with a high degree of um, you know priority for students who um, have brothers and sisters already in a post-primary school. Um, I suppose coming back to the point that you're making there around uh, first-time parents looking at post-primary my own experience and the experience I've, 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 I've gleaned from speaking to other colleagues is that parents spend a lot of time now researching the various different options that are available to them across, uh, you know, the region or the catchment of, of post-primary schools that are available to them. And they uh, are very, very proactive in attending open nights, looking at the school websites, speaking to other parents, uh, looking at their own children in terms of what they feel would be the best fit for their particular child's needs and uh, aptitudes from the point of view of um, how they feel they would progress uh, at post-primary. And um, it's interesting to, to look at the data and the research from the Department of Education, which uh, was just published there, uh, which I believe in the 1st of January, which shows that uh, for the first time ever in the history of the state, there are more students attending multi-denominational mixed schools now at post-primary than ever before. And this really is a, a shift in parental choice. It's, it's, it's uh, demonstrably showing um, the fact that parents are looking at multi-denominational options, uh, they're looking at the ethos of the schools, and they're looking at maybe a mixed um, school type from the point of view of uh, being a, re- a reflection of society that we live in. Yeah. Because um, there are new schools, aren't there, opening up in Limerick. Tell us a bit about those from your knowledge. 
Yes, so I suppose in the in the suburban areas, there have been quite a, a number of new schools uh, uh, built, um, uh, and there has also been quite extensive uh, um, uh, school extension projects, which have been approved by the Department of Education. And uh, the Department of Education deserves great credit in terms of its forecasting of where they see the need for school places in various different areas uh, of population growth, and particularly rapid population growth. Um, and it's it's wonderful to to note that. Uh, the Department of Education has just recently um, sanctioned the approval of a new special school for Limerick, uh, which will be opening in September 2024. And this would bring great news to lots of families who may have children uh, who require special school setting. Um, and the Department of Education, both Minister uh, Norma Foley and Minister Josepha Madigan, have been very active in the establishment and uh, the development of special class provision across schools in, in, in the Ireland and also special schools. Um, we're delighted and particularly proud of the fact that all Limerick Clare Education Training Board, community colleges, community national schools and community schools uh, are extremely inclusive from the point of view of uh, providing special classes uh, for students who may require these special classes. And these are additional classes within schools, um, which means that they're uh, you know, adding more and more places to the schools uh, and giving more choice to parents uh, in terms of looking at the family unit um, you know, there may be a, a child in the family or maybe more than one child in the family who may require uh, the benefits and the opportunities of what a special class can provide. Sadly, and unfortunately, not all post-primary schools, uh, you know, uh, in, in this area, uh, in particular to Limerick, uh, have special classes. And that's uh, something that parents should look at as well in terms of their overall uh, uh, review of schools uh, because um, schools that do provide special class provision uh, are very, very reflective of the society that we live in and a modern society that, you know, is one of, 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 of uh, care and, 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 and ensuring that we have as, as inclusive uh, a, a community as possible. And uh, this is also reflected in the various different employment strategies now of all the main employers across the country uh, they're looking to have uh, a more diverse and more uh, inclusive uh, staffing uh, uh, cohort uh, in their yeah. own organisations. So and I think it's a very, very positive development. And Donica, I mean, they're in the main three types of secondary schools, voluntary, um, community colleges, community schools, and, and subsets within that, for example, huge progress being made on the new Gael Kaloshta Limni in the city that you'd be well aware of. Yes, Joe, and we're very much looking forward to the opening of that fabulous new multi-million euro campus uh, later on in January. Uh, it's it's a beautiful addition to Limerick City. It's fabulous to see uh, a site in the city that was previously used as a as a, as a, as, a, as a dairy and a milk processing plant uh, being totally uh, reimagined as an educational facility and we're very excited about the fact that this building will be opening uh, later on in January. It, it is a stunning landmark feature now on the Clare Street uh, area and um, it is a very, very impressive build and uh, it'll be wonderful for the students to be able to uh, uh, attend there uh, very shortly. Yeah, and, and again, you think about uh, um, Gael Kaloshti, secondary schools and, and that is one of the complexities that we alluded to earlier, isn't it? Because they often end up being fed by, understandably, primary schools where the teaching was through Irish. 
Uh, that would be true to a certain degree, but um, it's also the case, and there's national um, research to, to reflect this and to support this, that um, there are lots of students who are very, very uh, 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 capable of learning through the medium of Irish who have attended a primary school uh, which is all English um, but in many of these schools and in, 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 it was actually the, the case with myself um, most of the curriculum was taught through Irish in, in the school that I attended at primary level and um, it was an out, a fantastic foundation for my own uh, um, uh, Irish studies um, and that's the case in a lot of schools around um, Limerick and Clare and uh, when students are a little bit older they're able to navigate the bus systems and be able to uh, attend all our schools so it is a very very complementary uh, characteristic of Limerick City that there are uh, almost 2,000 students attending post-primary um, between Lord and on South Circle Road and Gwael Clash Limerick and there's really a, a fantastic network of primary school Gwael Skullna uh, across the region, uh, but there's excellent teaching of Irish in English-speaking primary schools across the, the region as well, and um, it's 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 a fantastic compliment to all of those schools and to the teachers in those schools who have an appreciation for the Irish language and Irish culture. Yeah. We're talking to Donico Trasic, who's director of schools for Limerick Clare Education Training Board. We were talking about uh, the uh, new uh, school uh, campus for Gael Colosh to Limney, and in Bally Simon, uh, we have seen recently the opening of the Educate Together School, another magnificent building and campus. But again, it's interesting to see that as a case in point where there are students who would have been taught at primary level through the Educate Together model, but they are not based in the Bally Simon area, but obviously they want to feed into the Educate Together School. Yes, well, I suppose, um, you know, the, the Education Act uh, of 1998 and, um, you know, uh, it, it's a very, very progressive document and has been very, very progressive around school admissions. So each school has a, 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 a admissions policy. Uh, the Board of Management of that school would look at the admissions policy, look at the various different criteria for the establishment of the school. Uh, when schools are, are announced and established by a, a Minister for Education, uh, it's very, very clearly stated what the school um, should be catering for from the point of view of the um, catchment areas and so on. And that all goes back to the ministerial announcements of the day. So um, going back to a point I made earlier, you know... What I'm trying to establish is, though, are these living documents, do admission policies change from time to time? Uh, well, it depends on the school. Um, I'm not very familiar with Educate Together uh, uh, Secondary School. It's, it's not one of our schools under our patronage, but um, they can change from time to time depending on various different uh, dynamics. But in principle, um, the, 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 the intent of the Department of Education in terms of the announcement for the school, uh, you know, whenever it would have been announced, and uh, that's the case of Great Clash Limerick, for instance. Um, Great Clash Limerick was announced by a former Minister of Education, Minister Mary Hannafin, back in 2005 and uh, in that uh, announcement she made it very, very clear that the school was to cater for the growing Gwales Skull and the network across the city but also for students who wished to pursue their post-primary education through the medium of Irish um, if they so wished. So, um, right, so, so in some cases that's, the Minister for, that's underpinned the Minister for, um, 
um, in, in that sense. But, and I know Castle Troy right. College, for example, there is an announcement there, isn't there? A significant uh, development. They need more space uh, because they have become so busy and have so many students uh, going there um, at the moment. But we all remember in times past concern over the common application system and frankly how competitive it could be to get into uh, the first choice school or the second choice school or indeed any school place at all. Has that eased in Limerick? Well, I think it's under a little bit more pressure in recent years given the fact that we're seeing a bubble uh, moving from primary into post-primary, which is quite significant in terms of uh, the numbers that are moving from primary to post-primary. You know, the demographic uh, information that we would have from CSO data and from Department of Education data shows that the numbers uh, entering primary are starting to decline but the numbers leaving primary are still uh, quite high, and that would probably be the case for another number of years. Another complexity is the fact that Limerick is, as you know from other uh, commentators, uh, Joe, to your, your show, uh, Limerick is experiencing a very, very interesting and significant increase in attention, inward investment, uh, population growth, and so on. And that's a factor as well. And in terms of the, the, the common application system, uh, it is a system that has been replicated in other parts of the country as being the best f- system uh, until a, a rival or until a, a, an alternative is proposed, which can uh, ensure that um, the as many students as possible get their first uh, or second or third preference choice uh, places um, uh, or at least receive a school place or an offer of a school place. Um, prior to that system, uh, you know, and I'm going back a long time now, this is pre-2005, uh, but I'm sure that uh, some of your listeners, you know, may not have been aware of this, but prior to that, we would have had a situation whereby, you know, students would have had to make applications to every single school uh, and, and that could have been the case of maybe in excess of 10 applications and may have received, you know, multiple offers while other students then may have not, may have received no offer at all. So, um, so you know, for example, the, the system, is cherry picking for sporting or other reasons, academic, is that something of the past? Oh, I, I hope it is. Uh, I'm sure it is in terms of uh, how boards of management look at uh, schools and or look at the, the enrollment uh, procedures and the uh, admissions policy that they have published on their websites along with the admissions notices. Um, there has been a lot of uh, legislation passed in this area uh, in recent years and uh, Parents and guardians can access a lot of information about the admissions policy uh, criteria on school websites, which they are required to have published. They can also get information about uh, previous enrollment uh, in the school by looking at the admissions notice, which would be on the school website as well. And um, the other uh, piece of advice I would have for parents is to speak to their primary school uh, uh, staff, maybe the principal in the primary school, to to see what they would feel or think about, you know, um, uh, the, 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 the options that a parent and guardian may, may need to look at or may need to consider around uh, right. moving to post-primary, um, but also to speak to other parents and parents, for instance, who have children in uh, post-primary schools and to uh, get some 
information from them about and Danica, what how, school might how be like. key in the admissions policy is uh, the proximity of a student uh, where they're living in relation to the secondary school or indeed the proximity of their primary school to the secondary school? Well, that, that varies from school to school, uh, Joe. So, you know, if you were to look at, you know, admissions policies for, you know, a range of schools, you would see that that information, those uh, criteria differ from school to school. So, uh, and that is enshrined in the Education Act that schools have the, and boards of management have the uh, options to look at drafting their own admissions policy criteria. Uh, so that's very much a board of management decision uh, approved then by the uh, respective patron body of that school. Right. Um, and we don't have that many private schools in the Limerick area compared to Dublin, to take an example. Isn't that the case? That is the case, absolutely. But then again, you know, you're you're looking at a, you know, I suppose a, a much bigger population uh, in the Dublin area um, and um, I suppose we're, we're very fortunate in Limerick really that there are so many schools, there's so many choice, there's so many, you know, various different types of schools that uh, would appeal and support the aptitudes of the children who would be attending those schools. So I think, you know, from my own experience as a, a former school principal and from speaking to colleagues, um, it is very, very refreshing and interesting and, and, and commendable of, to hear of parents who spend so much time now looking at the options that are available to their children. And, um, you know, you spoke about Castle Troy College and uh, in, in the Castle Troy area, um, it, we're, we're very excited about the fact that the Minister for Education, Nora Foley, visited the school there in 2023 and made the announcement about the extension to that school. Uh, we're extremely proud of the fact that uh, Castletry College has uh, special class provision in, in that school as well. And if you look at the other side of the city, we're extremely excited about the development of the new Munger College uh, campus, uh, which will be opening in summer 2024. And uh, that will be the most recently built uh, new school uh, for Limerick and uh, again and you, you're, you're very aware of the fact that uh, so many people are, start, are living in this part yes. of, 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 of Limerick uh, and George Oil, Mungers and so on. As well. And finally and briefly Donica, what's the biggest challenge facing the Education Training Board in 2024 in your view? Um, well, I suppose I, I prefer to look at um, uh, education from the point of view of opportunity, Joe. Um, we are very, very happy and very, very amenable to um, supporting the Department of Education in any way possible to ensure that uh, we make the biggest impact possible on the ground for parents and for students in particular uh, into their uh, education attainment. So a very exciting opportunity for us this for for. for to, 2024 is the establishment and opening of the new special school for for Limerick. We'll be uh, announcing the location of that school in due course, and we're very very excited about the prospect of this school being being uh, developed um, for the, the 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 community of Limerick, and uh, it'll give extra choice to to parents, uh, and it will come as a great sense of comfort and ease to certain parents that uh, this option will be also available to them, along with the uh, options of the other community colleges, community nationals, or community schools where there are special classes as well. Right. So, um, okay, that's well, the the big well, opportunity well, that we're looking forward to. Okay, so I, well, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's the challenge. Right, right. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Well, listen, we'll uh, track obviously that 
and other things and we look forward to talking to you again but thank you very much for lending us your expertise and hopefully it's helped uh, parents in particular to think about how they might guide um, students they clearly have to take into account uh, how those students feel themselves uh, Donico Trasic Director of Schools for Limerick Clare Education Training Board thank you Your views Your news Your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live